our boys all day, every mother sucking day. Kevin, yo, good, really good, good day in Cowboy Nation. It is uh, a new day in Cowboy Nation, Kev. Yes, oh yes. Ah, oh. long day coming, man. Long day coming. It has been a long day, and um. Fuck all the dumb shit. Let's get right to it. Dallas Cowboys introduced their new coach, Mike McCarthy, former Green Bay Packers coach. Now, Great. my thing is, I hate how in uh, these sports talk shows, they always talk about the negative. They always talk about his last two years in Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers ran him out. Okay, so what? Tom Landry had a rough three years in the last part of his career, too. So that yep. could diminish, not saying Tom Landry and, and, and that Mike McCarthy is Tom Landry, but let's, let's be real. He had a, he had a rough time, so we're going to give this man a chance. So having said that, what did you think of the press conference? I love the press conference. He had a little bit of sense of humor in there. He talked about this and that. He talked about how prestigious it was to be the coach of the Dallas Cowboys, you know, but I love the way he kept the reporters at bay when they were asking them questions about the defense, what they're going to do here, what they're going to do there. Now, you know, let me get my staff together. Then we'll talk about all that later. I like the way he kept holding that off. Oh, yeah, that was that was great. You know, one thing that I liked about the press conference is just one. There was several. I love the whole press conference. But I really yeah. did like when Jerry said that he's picking the staff. Now, this is yeah. after um, Coach McCarthy. He said, you know, he's picking, you know, the staff. And then Jerry followed back up and said, yeah, he's picking the staff. Yep. He said there was no negotiation with that. He was picking his own staff. Yes. And I'm sure I know when we talked before, it's like we didn't know if, Jerry's going to pick the staff or was the coach going to pick the staff? Cause we know Jason didn't pick his staff. Nope. You know, he, he was given a thing. So I think that does show that Jerry would be a little, I don't think he'll, he'll be as demonstrative as he's been the last 10 years. Right. Cause he has a coach that's been there, done that. With Wade Phillips, that was like an old friend. And Jason Garrett, this was a new pup, friend of the family type thing. So right. that was the first year, you know, first time being an NFL head coach. So I think Jerry, you know, just had his way the last 10 years. But now he has to settle that, rein that in. But it, yeah. was, a, it was a beautiful press conference. Now, I like the, the biggest thing was he always talked about how they had to bring Jason along and everything else. He had his growing things, but they had to bring him along. So, you know, so I, I understood what they said. Well, you just ain't going to let him walk. You know, you groomed him. Yeah. For all of this. And, and he left with the, he left with a winning record. I, I hate to say it, but he left with a winning record. This is the part in the, in the show, and it's early, it just started, but we got the after watching that press conference, I got to give much respect to Jason Garrett. Yeah. Because we, you know, called him Coach Clap and 
and Ginger and Redhead and all these other type of names. Carrot Top. Carrot Top. <laughs> but I have to give him a lot of respect. He is a man's man, and only a real man can take a lot what Jerry was dishing out. And I think from watching that press conference, we understand why um, Jerry took so long to let Jason go. And it was because what he said. Now, we was talking about that. Tell the people what Jerry said about Jason Garrett and the Garrett family. He did that. Now, that what got me the most. When he said that, he said, I've owned the, the Dallas Cowboys now for 30 years. And he said, all but two years, I have written a check to the Garrett's, be it his, either Jason's father, Jason himself, Jason Simmons, who have worked for the organization. He said, in some way, shape, or form, for the last 20, um, 28 out of the 30 years I've owned the team, a Garrett has received a check from me. I'm like, wow, that, so that, that that's a lot. So that tells us that um, the Garretts have been very close to the Jones family. Yes. So this is more than just firing the coach. You see, that was easy when Jerry fired Jimmy, when Jerry fired Campo, Gailey, uh, and he, I guess Parcells just left. Right. Um, Wade. This was different because, you know, he's been in touch with his father, the brothers, all of them, the whole right. family. So right. it, it it was a it, it must have been very difficult to um and I and now having you know known that and, and Jerry told us that we see why he got uh so much leeway and he right. was the coach for so many years because if this if if Jerry didn't have no connection to, to the Garrett family, he would have been fired probably like what we all wanted. After yeah. the second or at least the third eight and eight season, that's right. Now, see, now what gets me the most is, and what gives me gives me pause is what he said about Shane Gailey when he let him go. He said, "I let him go too soon. Yeah, I did not give him a chance." And a lot of people didn't realize what he did with Chad Gailey was was what he didn't want to do with Jason. Yeah, I want to give you every opportunity possible. I don't want to be quick on the draw like I was with others. Because he know he messed up with Jimmy. Mm -hmm. He realizes that. He he should have pumped the brakes, checked himself. And with definitely with Chan Gailey. He yeah. only had Chan Gailey for two years. They made the playoffs both years. But he, he didn't give him an opportunity. No. That's when the organization was still in this, you know, we can just get anybody and they should go to the Super Bowl. And right. I've always said that. That was terrible what how he just got rid of Chan Gailey so fast like that. Right. You didn't give him a chance. Never got gave him a chance. They made the playoff both years. They was they was creative. And who knows what you know Dallas could have been in the two thousands. But you know, he, he wanted Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Why did he go to Dave Campo? I have no idea. Dave Campo was a great coach. Don't know if he was a head coach. No. I think Dave Campbell, I think he how he put Dave Campbell in there because he didn't have to bother with the Rooney Rule. He was already on the staff. He just moved him in. Yeah. And that's what that's what Jerry wanted. So, but Mike McCarthy, um, and I like what he says about Jason. Um, 
Oh, and another thing that got me, Kevin, and I hope all Cowboys fans get a chance to listen, at least either watch it, listen to the to the whole press conference, is that when Jerry asked Jason Garrett about Mike McCarthy, yeah, and how Jason was like, yes, he's a class class act and all that, he's a great guy. Isn't that something? Now, Cowboys fans. Whoever is listening, somebody, you about to lose your job, but your employer, your former employer is asking you about the person that's going to replace you. Class act by Jason Garrett. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Gave him a thumbs up, a recommendation, say that's a good guy and a solid fit. You, who, who says that on their way out the door? I would have said it quick. Fuck you and the horse you came in on. Oh, you yep. me out? I think 90% of us would have been like, you know what, boss? Fuck you for firing me and not giving me what I really need. Let me do my job. But you're going to ask me about some other fucking coach? Man, fuck you again. But Jason Garrett didn't do that. But nope. Wouldn't that be something if he did do that? He was like, yeah, man, he is a good good guy. You know what? But fuck you, though. But <laughs> They just didn't say that. <laughs> And you know what? Nobody would have nobody would have saw him any different if he would have. Yeah. From the that went on. But I, I gotta say this. I gotta tip my hat to the Jones family for letting this man go out as they were doing their coaching search. He closed out, he talked to his players, got to do all their closeout interviews, their in-season interviews, got to talk to him and everything else before he finished off his duties and finally released. Yeah. And that that now that shows respect for the for his him that man and his family. Good job. Like I had to, I got to give it to Jerry on that. I, I have to. But we kept because me and you kept saying, "Why the hell he didn't do it yet? What the hell? What kind of fuckery is going on?" Yeah, we we it's crazy. We did a whole show um, about the fuckery that was going on, and who knew all of this was going on? And after we do the show, motherfucking, he's gone. And then right. this guy. Coach McCarthy is in there, so they moved quick. They obviously had this thing all set up. And now we 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 did mention that Marvin Lewis, um, he got an interview with the Cowboys, and right. I, I don't know. I I felt like that was a Rooney Rule type thing, right? Just so they could say, yeah, we did interview an African American. I don't. I think they knew all along. And I'm not mad at that because when Mike McCarthy got fired, I was like, this should be the coach right here. Right. I said that last year. Yeah, you did. Because you got a Super Bowl winning coach things for whatever reason. And I and then and the things in Green Bay, the organization wasn't that great because they wasn't surrounding Aaron Rodgers with anything back in, no. in that time. So you see why they struggled. So don't give just because Lafleur came in and he's got these motherfuckers all this and that. Uh, so let's be fair. Now see, they said that was one of the reasons why he left Green Bay because he wanted some different players, and the GM at the time said no, he wasn't giving him the player that he wanted, and the offense suffered for it because they had a review. Or they didn't really have a solid running game, and you couldn't no, keep didn't. depending on Aaron because Aaron is is getting older. And you know his play. And he kept getting lazy. Yeah, his and, and lazy kept getting fat. That's right. So it, it was like he 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 was you wasn't giving him the running back that he wanted to help Aaron. 
Every quarterback needs a running game. Every quarterback yeah, so, needs a running game. So it, it's like that's a catch twenty two. Come on, come, come on, really? You can have the best wide receiver in the world, but if you have no type of running game that nobody's scared of, hence Romo and those earlier Cowboys, what you gonna do? Come when it's time to run the ball, you can't run the ball. That's right. So th- that's another reason why um, they said McCarthy left um, um, stuck real bad and was chased out of there because the GM wasn't getting what he wanted. And what he couldn't get, it showed out on the field. What was it, 79? Yeah, he had a bad, bad record, you know, going down the tail end of his last season. So, But like you said, I can't, I can't see how they focus on that last year or two. Basically, this man was in the playoffs all but, what, the last two years? Yeah. Maybe the first last two years of his his career as a coach in Green Bay. Yeah, eight straight um, playoff appearances. I think because I think a lot of Cowboy fans is like not too excited. Maybe, maybe you're just not used to a coach that has been successful and been to the playoffs and won a Super Bowl and been to championship games a lot. Because look who who our coaches has been. These first yeah. year, besides Parcells, these first year coaches, you know, projects. Now you get a coach that's been there, done that. I have no idea why Cowboy fans wouldn't love this hire. I don't care. Who cares if it's not Urban Meyer? Just because you know who the fuck Urban Meyer is, he took, he did that to college teams. That ain't going to translate right. to NFL teams. That's right. That what a lot of people don't understand, and 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 and, and myself, um, well, is it right? You know, the NFL these days is throwing out these college coaches and spitting them right back to the right back into the college ranks. If Saban couldn't make it, I don't think none of them will. Yeah, yeah. So Saban came in Miami, chewed his ass up, and spit him right back out. There you go. Now that college stuff, Chip Kelly is another one. Oh fuck, Chip Kelly. But hey, Chip Kelly had the Oregon Ducks moving. Yeah, he was good there. Yeah, and then he came to the pros, and what the hell happened? He bit his ass out. Well, we got through the press conference. Please, all Cowboy fans, check this out. And also, check out Peter King's interview with Mike McCarthy as well. It's, um, I I tell, I don't know if you've seen it, Kyle. Have you seen it yet? Not yet. Okay, check that out. It's on YouTube. Just, I mean, it will give you an insight to, you know, Mike McCarthy, you know, what he's been through. Um, he still lives in Green Bay, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, that I, th- I thought that was interesting how uh, Peter King asked him, like, how is that? You're still living here and, you know, you got fired. And so, you know, they, they got some good things. So you can start to, you know, know the, the, the coach of the Cowboys now because, you know, so Peter King's interview with Mike McCarthy, it's on YouTube. It's all over. Just look, punch it up, and you can watch it. Um, I love the four coaches so far. I guess nothing has been like official, but there's been some some names thrown out there. We got the defensive line coach. Uh, uh, I think I believe his name is Thomas Sula. Okay. Yes, he he was with the Redskins, I heard, last. The biggest one that I am really excited about is uh, Bones Fossil. 
the Rams special teams coach. Now, I don't know if you remember the Rams. They do a lot of funky stuff. Yes, I do. I like the fact that um, Mike McCarthy addressed that era because it's obvious if you even watch that, the the interview with Peter King and what he's doing with all of these coaches, um, I think he did his homework with the Cowboys. Yeah. It's clear that I know our defense wasn't great, but the special teams was even worse. I I believe Dallas had the worst special teams in the league. I think so. And he said that's a part he said in the, in the in the interview that's a priority. So I that's another thing I loved about this and what he said. You have to address special teams and it seems like these last 10 years and especially when Dwayne Harris left. Right. We have absolutely no special teams whatsoever. All our special teams is basically a field goal. The field goal kicker. Right. That's it. And you whiffed on that because when Bailey got hurt, he started missing kicks. And then we got rid of him because, remember, he was $5 million. So Dallas at right. that time, they couldn't be messing with that. Then you bring in this inconsistent kicker. Yeah, he can kick something from 60, but miss something from 30. Yep. So Dallas, for some reason, they did not address their special teams whatsoever. It's like that wasn't even part of the game. So, and that's why, and I like the fact I was listening to DallasCowboys.com radio show and a caller called in and he mentioned that. Yeah, Dallas offense, you know, they was killing it. The defense at times, you know, whatever, they didn't get anything from the special teams, the three phases of the game. No, they didn't. Not even close. Not even close. You know, they need to get a new punter. They, I, I guess you can really say that their long snapper is 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 good. So yeah, uh, yeah. Other than that, the long snapper, um, I don't even know if they have a, a good special team. Or how about still Matthew Slater from the Patriots? Well, why not? If he's a free agent and he's available, if he is, if not, trade for him. Because I'm sure I be won't be surprised if Joe Judge tries that since he was the special teams coach and wide receivers coach over there in New England. Now, that would be something that I would be happy for if the Cowboys can at least get a punt returner. That's not Tavon Austin. You're right. Get a punt returner. Get a kick returner. Utilize the, that phase of, of the game. I don't know. But other with the other coaches – that was announced, Mike Nolan. Right. And the thing I like about that is that this is who Mike McCarthy is comfortable with. I don't know if he was comfortable. I don't know if Jason Garrett was comfortable with Rob Marinelli or even Scotland Hand or all these coaches that, that were there. Was Jason Garrett comfortable with th- were those his guys that, that was on his staff? No. I love the fact that Mike McCarthy is starting like, okay, I'm getting this one, this good guy, that guy, that guy. I think that's the start on their building something. Yeah, and 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 that's the very, very important key. And I think Jerry learned that mistake 
you you because of the um the way things were going, I think you should have learned that from the way that Wade and Garrett was like oil and water. Yeah. You know, so it was you know, that was that was absolutely crazy about the infight that they say that that those last couple of years showed between the two of them. So it, it, that was never good. Yeah. So I think he, he learned his lesson from that. Let this man go get who he wants on his staff to do what he needs them to do. His team, his vision. And you never know. Jerry just could have said that just to say it, <laughs> you know. To- you, know you know, the biggest thing is, I, I, and I'm going to say this in all truth, because of the way things went down and because his closeness with Garrett, I think he learned a lot. Mm. You can't keep you can't keep putting your nose in, and I think that's why he's going to. He's 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 doing this good faith thing by saying, "Okay, find your coaches," and I think Stephen and Jerry Jr. and probably a couple other people say, "Let this coach be the coach." Yeah, and I think that's why he said, "Let him go find his own people." And I hope he realizes that fiasco after the New England game, you know, wasn't cool. Right. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think he's and maybe in a way since Jerry wants to win and he know that the fans is like we watching and we're like, damn, how come we're not this and that? I th- I feel like now that Jerry just did that, just to be like, guys, I understand how y'all feel. Right. I'm feeling the same motherfucking way. You know, how come the fuck we're not doing this? And how come, you know, this and this is not happening? So Going forth, you know, I don't think Jerry needs to do that. I don't think Jerry needs to be making comments about the coach after every single game because you got a coach. You got the guy. So it's going to be interesting. You know, they they got a lot of work to do. You know, we got these uh, red, uh, the blue and white games and uh, the senior bowls coming up and so I'm sure this coaching staff, you know, he's going to get these uh, positions filled. Now, of the coaches that was there last season, um, who do you want to remain uh, on this new staff? I think I like Chris Rochelle. Yeah. I like him because the defensive back had a little bit of bite. But my only concern there is, is he teaching them the tip drill? To get these interceptions, mm. that that that's the only thing that gets me. You know, you can, you can teach because Byron Jones, what led the league in knockdowns. You know, block shots. I mean, um, block passes. Yeah, but no interceptions. I think you, you know, not think, putting in a position to catch the ball. I think a lot of that it has to go on the players because I've yeah, seen I've seen the NFL films, and when you're reading and and listening. You can hear Chris Richard saying, guys, we just went over that. What are you doing? What are you doing? Right. So I think it's a lot of that is the players. You know, I love Byron Jones, but dude, the you know, yeah. and Jesse Holly, listen to Jesse Holly on DallasCowboy.com um, and, and, and with Nate Newton as well. He made a really, really good point and it needs to be repeated over and over again so Cowboy fans can understand. In that secondary, who are the dogs? Who are who are the dogs on that defense? Right. 
Who are they? It's definitely nobody in that secondary. You know what? Usually, from what we've seen over years, besides with Dion, usually that safety spot has to go. Woody, even Bill Bates. It's always been that safety that's been sitting back there, Everson Walls, sitting back there waiting to get that interception and get that pop. You had Dennis Thurman for all my old head Cowboy fans. And- yeah. You know, you, you had the corner that did what they needed to do, but it was always that safety sitting back there that was that dog that was waiting for that one hit, that one interception, that big yep. pass. Yep. So I think that's what they need to get back to. Because the corner's concentrating on stopping that receiver from catching the ball. Your I, safeties are free to roam and get to where they need to get to to try to get the ball. I think it's it's that situation that we had in 2016. Mm-hmm. We had Jalen Ramsey sitting right there. Yep. And we, you know, we went, hey, we got a all pro. Yeah, we did. But didn't Derrick Henry came out in that same draft? Yep. So, I mean, you know. I mean, hey, we, I think we, we, both, we both was expecting Dallas to take Jalen Ramsey because there was a need at corner. Yes, it was. You can get a running back, but... Cause remember what I kept saying was the need isn't the running back at that point in time. But then we find out they letting, um they were letting DeMarco go and all that other stuff. Yeah. So, but McFadden was doing the thing. He still got over a thousand yards. So I'm like, well, the need really isn't at running back. The need is on that defense. But it worked out. It worked out perfectly. But it, just it, imagine it, it this, been nice. uh, a Ramsey on one side and a and, and Byron Jones on the other. Then your safeties really would have room to roam. But at least we had we would have had at least one side of the field taken care of. Right. But because Jadobi, Uze, he's struggling. Their whole secondary is a mess. So um, the coach, he he got a he got a tough job ahead of him because you got to get that defense straightened out. Now, see, here's the question: Those guys was there already when Chris Richard came in. Now, with the coach coming in and Will McClay sitting down with McCarthy, talking about what we and 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 Nolan for that defense. There's some defensive people coming out of this draft that they can say, hey, let's go get them. This might be an all-defensive draft. So, with you said Richard is the coach you would like. Is there any other coaches? Because uh, I got my list. I'm not too sure about Kellen Moore. Although he said, even though the offense did perform very well, it was some things down the stretch you had to question. But now you on that cusp of saying, was that really Garrett or was that Moore? Yeah. And McCarthy said he actually likes the way he likes Kellen Moore and the way he thinks in the offense. So we'll see. But if he really likes him, and I think he can learn a lot from McCarthy, he might just keep. Him. Yeah. I know. It's and a, I want to keep getting him. Yeah, it's a it's a couple of uh, coaches that I hope that the Cowboys keep. Um, I know it's actually three. I like Leon Lett just because I'm I'm an old head, and I think yeah. he has a relationship with those players that's there now. Um, Leon Lett, John Kittner, I think they should keep him. 
uh, with with Dak and the running backs coach, uh, Gary Brown. Yeah. You know who I would love to see them go try to see if they can bring him into coaching? Charles Hill. Oh, man. And also, I would love to bring in Mike Singletary as my linebacker's coach. Oh, yeah, that would be interesting. I would bring in Mike Singletary because we saw what he did with that defense in San Francisco. They were unfreaking believable. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind bringing him in as my linebacker's coach. So Nolan can concentrate on defensive schemes and he can concentrate on being the linebacker's coach. Yeah. You bring in somebody that can bring out the beast in DeMarcus Lawrence, like Charles Hill. Now, I'm not knocking Leon Lett, but Leon Lett is no Charles Hill. No. Even even bringing DeMarcus Ware into Dallas, coach. Now, that'll be a really, really good um, hire. To He'll probably be un, under that assistance program. You mm-hmm. know, when, when coaches, you know, they, they come in and, you know, they learn how to do it. So that'll be awesome right. if um if they could do that. Okay. Quick thing now. Do Mike McCarthy bring back Jason Witten as a player? I think Jason Witten, I think he needs to go ahead on and retire again. And I think he needs to come in to be the tight end coach. Mm. Either him or find Jay Novacek somewhere out there in Dallas because he still lives in Dallas. Yeah, he's doing commercials. He's yeah. doing, got a nice uh, tractor commercial on Dallas Cowboy uh, Radio. Yeah, he, he needs to come on in and, and, and because my thing is, it's all about legacy. And when you bring in these legacy guys who have done it, who are the reasons for some of them Lombardi trophies sitting in that that those cases there at the start? That's motivation enough. It's just like when Charles Haley came to the Cowboys first time. Remember, he came in and everybody kept asking to see that Super Bowl ring he got with San Fran. And what did he say? No, nah, nope. Mm. I ain't gonna show it to you. That's right. You got to go get your own. But I, I think um, if they bring. I'm, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna look at coach sideways. If like, let's say they do bring Jason Witten back, and he and they automatically put him as the starting tight end. I'm definitely gonna be thinking, looking at him sideways now. But I mean, this is you know, it's January. It's early. The the coach still don't even have his whole staff. You know, there's a long way to go. Long way to go. Um, no, but no, it'd be nice. Bring Diz back, Desmond. Bring Diz back just to bring him back. I don't know. Just to bring him back. Bring Diz back. Get that 50, because my 50. thing is this, and I've said this all along you have to have that two to make that one special. And for those last few years in Dallas, Diz didn't have a two, Terrence was gone. He was on the field, but he was gone. He, he really wasn't there. Can, can you imagine Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Des Bryant, Randall Dez Cobb? Bryant. Yep. Oh, now, 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 mind you, take a Des Bryant and put him in the slot. Like they did when they did with Fix. As Fix got older, they pulled him off the end and put him in the slot. Yep. Put Des in the slot. Let him in, and, and go for a while. Who's going to stop him? 
Wow, that'll be tough. Who, who gonna stop? That'll be tough. That's the same thing I said in Cleveland. When they got OBJ, I said they need to go get this. Because I can imagine Landry, OBJ, and this on the same field, they would have a field day. Well, I know what I think, and I'm gonna say this for all Cowboy fans. Remember, we can't start our season having these high expectations. No. Because we no. look look what happened to us this this past season. We thought, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of Cowboys fans thought they was gonna be better than eight and eight and at least make a deep playoff run. So I just want to say to all Cowboy fans, low, keep your expectations at a medium. We don't need to think that this team, just because we got a new coach, you know, things are going to be different because they're going to have a whole new team with all these free agents. That's right. So, the, you know, Jerry and, and the coach McCarthy, they got a they got some decisions to make and they got a lot of work to do. So, yeah. um this imagine the evaluations on who you're gonna let walk in yeah. every yeah. you know the, the thing with the defense, you know, are they running a four three? Are they gonna go to a three four? We don't know because Mike Nolan he does have three four in his arsenal, but he also can do a four three, right? So he do four three with the same, and maybe it's some sort of hybrid of the two. We don't know, so there's right. a lot of unknowns. And it, I think it's just going to be fun to, uh, you know, uh, watch this from the beginning. And I'm just going to say one more thing. Please, Cowboys fans, don't listen to these people. Don't listen to these, <laughs> these sports talk shows, you know, and, and, and these go to DallasCowboy.com. Get, you got to look at the, the hear these, these coaches talk, these players talk from themselves. Don't go by these opinions because that's exactly what we do. We can sit here and, and spew all our opinions all we want. You know, we can say this one and look, and, and I gave a pure example. Kevin, we all these years we had a dog, Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett, this, yeah. Jason Garrett, that. And what do we do on this damn episode right here? We praise yeah, the we man. Yes, we had because we, had we didn't. Man. Yeah, we didn't know. We didn't know. That's right. So, you know what? And that's just, you know, because I watch these these shows, you know, the undisputed with Shannon and Skip, who's a fake ass cowboy fan anyway. Skip, Skip, fuck Skip. Skip Bayless. <laughs> How the fuck you, on, you a diehard cowboy fan, but your favorite player is Tom Brady? Fuck out of here. Skip, <laughs> <laughs> you know, come on, Skip, Skip, yo, Skip, Skip. That's Uncle Shannon, yo. Skip. Skip. <laughs> yo, Skip. Skip. That Jake took me out. Skip. Come on, Skip. No, skip. Skip. Come on, Skip. Skip. Why oh, don't skip. they ever do that? <laughs> <laughs> I love Uncle Shady. Uncle Shady uh, Shady in this in the getting the L's at dinner. I love that. He got that restaurant out there in, in Cali, yo. The Cowboys went there eight times last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. They went there eight <laughs> times last year. <laughs> no one expected it. It, it, it. It's absolutely well, I didn't have them doing too well. 
I think the way I had them, man, I can't remember. Yeah, I know. I was way off. I was like 14 and 2 because yeah. I, I thought that this team was going to be the team that I wanted them to be. But of course, I was hoping, I was dreaming that, you know, okay. You were drinking jury. Yeah, I was drinking that. Hey, I'm like, man, they're going to suck it up and they, they're going to do it. But, you know, we'll see how things go. And, Kev, you know, we had we got into a lot, and we got a lot more stuff to go. I'm sure the news will be coming out during the weeks. Yep. You know, the coaches and what coaches are staying, and then you figure you got free agency. Are the Cowboys going to be really uh, uh, spending a lot in free agency? Because they definitely got cap space. Yes, they do. And the cap is going up this year. And I think that is the franchise tag. I, I think they're going to franchise both of them, Dak and Amari. I don't think they can do them both, can they? Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can. I think the transition tag, they can franchise Dak and they can franchise uh, Amari. So, yeah, because I think they're going to have to do. Now, see, I would go pay Amari. Uh-huh. I'll go pay Amari. I, I'm not going to give him a huge, huge contract, but I'm going to pay Amari. But for me, I still say, Okay, that show me what you can do. Because when the ball, when when the game was on the line on your arm, you didn't do too well. Well, he's gonna have to get in a. I'm guessing a new offense. So we're we're just gonna have to see how that goes. But you know, Coach yeah. McCarthy, he he's in love with Dak Prescott. Yeah, he likes him. He, he really has he to. He really has to relish the fact that when he started in Green Bay he never had anything like this he had one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play in Aaron Rodgers but to have a good young quarterback probably the best running back in the league a really good offensive line Mm -hmm. and all you have to do is get your guys to get that defense you know situated Get get the defense comparable to what your offense is. You don't have to have a dominant offense. You just have to have a real solid defense that can get all, that team off the field. Look at Minnesota's. You imagine if the Cowboys had Minnesota's defense. They did. Zimmer was there. You know what I'm saying? Those <laughs> players, that defense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If they had that defense with that offense, wow. Because Dallas did put up 24 points on the on the Minnesota defense. So Yeah. I, I I think the biggest thing is the defense gets gets straightened out. I think everything will be fine. If they go to 3-4, get Demarcus Lawrence to come inside there to help you out. Because he thrived in the 3-4. He suffered in the 4-3. Yeah. But he thrived in the 3-4. Well, well, till another time, Mr. Kevin. It was awesome doing this with you again, and we're going to get it in again when some more news come out. Do you have anything else for us, brother? Nope, I'm just going to echo what you said. Don't get your hopes up. Remember, this is his first year. He's going to have to do some placement and get the feel around there. So if we get to the playoffs, it's a plus. Yes, that'll be a plus. And, And just to leave off, there hasn't been a back-to-back division winner since, uh, I believe, 04. Yep. So for the other three teams, it's wide open. 
I guess we can already count out Philadelphia. No <laughs> 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 stinking bastards, Eagles. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> so, all right, this is Cowboys all day, every day. Once again, thank you, Mr. Kevin. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Don't forget now, you can catch me and Kev on YouTube. Go to my sports channel, uh, my YouTube channel, Sports All Day 54. Catch out the show, Sports Focus. You can see our lovely faces as we talk about our Cowboys and other things in sports. And also check out my other podcast with my main man, Z, Dallas Cowboys Raw. All right, till next time, we'll see you. Oh, you'll hear from us. You'll hear from Kevin. You'll hear from me, John. I'm John, by the way. I ain't even say my own damn name, stupid motherfucker. But anyway, people. <laughs> Cowboys all day, every day. Peace. Peace. Yeah. <laughs>